Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. All right, so we're going to start this week off a little different than we normally do. Um, I have a few things to say. Cody has, uh, is joining me as always, and I'll bring him in here in a minute. And we'll uh, we'll obviously recap the game and and uh, and preview South Alabama, but I want to address just all the talk, all the noise out there um, that that I've seen, that Cody has seen um, in uh, you know the last twenty four forty eight hours here following this game. Um, you know, yes, we are one in three. It is not where I wanted us to be. It is not where Cody wanted us to be, but. It, it's something that we have talked about, you know, on this podcast before the season and, and, and certainly as the weeks went on of, you know, th- there was obviously a possibility that this could happen um, with how difficult our schedule is. And it, it, it doesn't get any easier. Um, and, and, you know, this was a game that, yes, you know, would have been great to win. Um, as Coach Lunsford said in his post-game press conference of, you know, it was a, a championship-type game and atmosphere. This team won the West Division, uh, you know, uh, last year. I think they very well will repeat, and I think they will win the whole thing. I, I, I really do. We will know more of how good this Louisiana team is in two weeks um, after their bye week when they take on App State in, in what very well could be a preview of the Sunbelt Championship game. But, you know, this offense in Louisiana, we we talked about how good their running game was. We didn't have a great read of just how good it was just based on the opponents they played. Outside of Mississippi State, they've played weaker opponents. Are they really that good, or was it just a reflection of, you know, are they really the uh, a top five team in the country in, in, in offense, um, you know, coming into our game uh, ranked fourth in total offense? Or was that just a you know a, a byproduct of their schedule? I think now we know they really are that good. Um, you know that that running game is a buzzsaw. They were amped up, revved up to play us, and they cut through our defense. Yes, they made our defense look really bad. But people, some of the noise that we're seeing out there, I I just I I need to address it because it's it's ridiculous. You know, we are one in three. It sucks. There's still a lot of season to play. There's no reason to hit the panic button just yet. There's no reason to throw in the towel like I'm seeing some people already basically doing. And, you know, to to, to see people throw out comparisons to 2016 and 2017, to compare this staff to that Tyson Summers staff, to compare, you know, this team to those Tyson Summers teams – I mean, what are you doing, people? Like, I mean, and Cody and I have talked about this off the air before. You know, I, I, I love our fans. I, I love our fan base. We're obviously passionate, and we want to win, and we expect to win. Just like, I mean, we're Georgia Southern. We expect to win. But when when we are having a hard time and and kind of at our worst and losing games, I mean, it brings out the worst in our fans. And I mean, I think we have one of the the best fan bases in in the group of five when we're doing well. And I think we have one of the, the worst and most negative, uh, you know, uh, fan bases around in college football when we're doing bad. And just, just to see some of this talk, I just, I, I, I don't think it's called for, um, you know, the, the, the players read this stuff, the coaches see it, obviously. Yes. There's tons of things to correct. We've talked about it, uh, you know, agnosium uh, you know on this podcast so far this year some of those things still aren't happening and obviously need to if we do want to make a bowl game if we do want to still contend for a, a, a conference championship but it's 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 sickening to me some of the things that, that I've that I've seen online on on Twitter on Facebook on forums of of just you know of how almost almost that last year was a fluke you know it, it wasn't a fluke we won ten games last year the biggest turnaround in in uh, FBS history you know a, a a program that was that was downtrodden that you know uh, Lunsford did an amazing job with that. And won more games than Fritz did, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, I've seen all this stuff that 
you know, oh, we should have just kept Fritz, and here we go again, and the the honeymoon period is over, and Cinderella stories ended, and all this stuff. I mean, come on, people. Like, I get it. I'm just as pissed. I'm just as frustrated as anyone else that we're one and three. Uh, you know, entering entering this week, but have some faith in this coaching staff. Have some faith in this team, in these players, um, and in this program. And, and, you know, all that talk, it, it really does do a disservice to, to all of us, including, you know, myself and Cody and, and other people of Eagle Nation that, that have faith and, 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 and that believe. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Cody. I'll bring you in here now. Um, but I, I just need to get that off my chest because it's, it really is infuriating. Like just some of the talk that I've seen that I, I just, I, I think at this point, you know, with with our schedule facing, you know, a, a, what looks to potentially be a playoff team in LSU, um, you know, what's a, still an undefeated uh, Big Ten team in, in, in Minnesota, um, a, a ranked main team that was our only win so far. And I know that game didn't go as well as, as we wanted to, but it was still a win. And then a Louisiana team that very well may win the Sun Belt Conference. And who knows, maybe they don't even lose another game the rest of the season. So, I mean, to to already be talking about throwing in the towel and we need to reset and we need you know wholesale changes or coordinator changes or uh, you know call out some players and things like this, all that stuff, you know, pump the brakes. It needs to stop. Let's move forward. There's still a lot to play for. And, you know, and let's get it. Yeah, I think I think you ended it quite quite well there as far as let's get it. Um, we can't change these first four games. They're disappointing. And it's um, it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but I think you kind of mentioned it. We had four, well, I say three out of four really good opponents. I think Maine lost again um, this weekend. So they're maybe not looking as good as what they were probably advertised coming into the season. But regardless, in that game, you know, we had a lot of players playing together for the first time. And if we could have cleaned up some mistakes, we probably would have blown them out by about 30 to 40 points. Regardless of that, the three other opponents that we played, I think, are just really, really sound, disciplined football teams and are very experienced football teams. You look at LSU and who they're led by and their lines of scrimmage and and um, athletes they have is fantastic. You look at Minnesota and kind of what PJ Fleck has built up there and the culture that he has instilled in Minnesota. Um, I mean, the, the he even got some people talking about them being maybe a, a, a kind of an underneath the radar or a team to maybe pull out of that Big Ten West. I don't think people kind of think about that now, but that's an expectation that they had coming into the season, which was quite unheard of for Minnesota football, at least for the past decade or so. Um, easily. And now we have a Louisiana team that literally is returning a lot of people on their offensive line, um, or not just offensive line, but offense period. There are three running backs, their quarterback, their um, their offensive line, their, uh, you know, a lot of defensive returners as well. You see that continuity and you see kind of how that looks in year two under Billy Napier. And Billy Napier is a really good coach. There's a reason why he was the coordinator at Arizona State two years ago and why he worked under, I believe, Alabama and Clemson. So, you know, I think what we're just seeing here is that these are three really good teams. They just happen to be three really better teams than where we're at right now. Um, and yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Now, as we look forward, you see three games ahead of us, which hopefully we should win. Now, I think the Coastal game will be a little bit of a wild card. We'll kind of see how Coastal does this weekend and how we do against South Alabama, and we'll kind of judge it from there. But, again, this is a a part of the schedule where, you know, if we can take these next three games, well, now we're four and three going into app. Um and who knows who knows what will happen in that game. Yes, it's in Boone. I know we haven't won in Boone since 2007. But guess what also happened in 2007? At Beat Michigan, we weren't really having the greatest of years under Hatcher at that point. Um, I think we lost some two or three games before that that we didn't think that we should. Yeah, we only won like seven, like seven games yeah, a year. Yeah, um, but we beat them in Boone. So, you know, it's there's still a lot to play for. I will say this in regards to the game last night. There's only three penalties in the game. We didn't turn the ball over. I know we had the bad snap, but it was only one. 
and you can't really knock Dowdell for that at all. I mean, he's not that's not his position that he normally plays. So for him to only to, to come in there, play that position as well as he did, and only have the one muff um, snap, I think, or maybe two at most, then then, there then were, that's, yeah, I mean, that's there, not there bad. were there were some that were high or low, but yeah, there was there was one that was a bad a bad muff, obviously that that lost us and and killed that one drive that was over Wirt's head. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything else was at least handled. Were they like perfect snaps? No, but, but yes, it's, it's important to, to, uh, you know, point out that this is not his position. You know, you, you, you have Cooper that was taken over for Curtis Rainey. He's already missed, you know, pretty much half the season. Um, you know, a lot of that main game where we saw the bad snaps and now, um, and now this game and I get it. I mean, from a fan that maybe isn't, you know, as in the know as, as, as we are, or some other people are, yeah, they, they see it. They're frustrated. They don't understand why. Well, that's why you, you have a guy that's, that's a guard playing center and yeah, you can always play what if, or, or, you know, and ask questions of, well, why don't we have more depth at that position? And and that's obviously a, a bigger conversation that we can have, but you know, don't, don't call out, you know, that kid specifically who's that's not even his job to do. He's going in and he's filling in the best he can. Yeah, exactly. He is. Um, and he didn't do that bad of a job either. Um, and as far as kind of your rant on, on, on the fan base, you know, I think, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, no, this is not anywhere close to what we saw in 16 or 17 or back in 06, um, or maybe the last year or the last two seasons under, under Hatcher. Um, it's just not, and I think what a lot of people are forgetting is that we've had a lot of turnover, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. You have at least three new starters on that side on the offensive line. You have uh, pretty much new starters at running back. You had for two and a half games a, a redshirt freshman quarterback that, you know, obviously he's supposed to be prepared to play, but we all know backups that they're not, you know, actually expecting to play. And we're one in three. We were legitimately in this game until what three minutes left in the game in the fourth quarter when they scored that last yeah. touchdown. Yeah, three and a half. I minutes. mean, if we yeah. get a stop after we kick the field goal, we're in a position where we can tie the game. You know, but it just didn't happen. And that gets back to what Lunchford was saying that we need to finish. And he's correct. Not only do we need to finish on the offensive side of the ball in terms of drives when we get into the red zone and at the end of the game to win football games but we also need to finish on the defensive side in stopping opponents look at what Lafayette did they stopped us I think we got a field goal right and then we turn it over on downs that's where we need to to quote Lunsford flip that switch we got to have that kill mentality I don't know how you know how you want to go about implementing that or how we get that to, right. to, to click mentally, but we got to get the question. It. And I know, yeah. And that's the question. I know that's what obviously people are, are bringing up is, you know, they've, they've said, well, you know, we, we throw around these terms of, of finish and, and execute better in the red zone and all this kind of stuff. But you know, what, how do you get that kill mentality? And with, you know, I, you know, uh, to borrow an old archism, you know, the uh, a bad case of the wants. I, I've seen people, you know, throw that out there on social media in the forums of that it, it it seems like the team doesn't really have that, you know, quote unquote, will to win as much as they maybe did last year. And I, I don't know if that's the case. I don't I don't know if that's the case either. I think what you see is maybe last year it was easier maybe based on the opponents that we saw and, and faced. Yeah, I, I think and this year, I it's, think it's a lot it harder teams that we're playing, so it's going to be a lot yeah. harder to kind of get that. And, and 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 we have to step up. Like, we have to step up our game. There's just no question about it. But again, it's hard when you have certain key positions, specifically with this offensive scheme that the best likes to run and what most of Eagle Nation wants to see out of our football team, which is the option offense, you see key positions that we've had turnover in between year one and year two. And, you know, that's it's it's growing pains we're going to have to get through. It just is. It's, it's just growing pains we're going to have to get through. And, you know, hopefully we'll build upon this. We'll hopefully get to that 6-7 win plateau or, or, or not plateau, but that uh, benchmark get into a, get it to a bowl game maybe we can win the bowl game and then build upon that 
and, 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 and have the key group and the key core that we need to go in the next year. And now we have a, you know, a senior quarterback. We have little Wright and King and, and Kennedy Exper- yeah, all running yes. back. Yeah. So and, and more and, continuity and that's on the we line. Have, yeah, and, exactly. yeah. and we haven't even brought up King, uh, Kennedy hasn't even played the four games. Right. So yeah. when you do have your one running back that did have some experience, he can't play because of academic reasons. That that is a big issue. I mean, I'm sorry, it just is. I mean, when your most no, when your most dynamic yeah. offensive player outside of Shy Wirtz is not on the field. That's I mean, an issue. We, we saw when we when we heard that that suspension, you know, uh, you know when it was announced right before LSU, we had said, you know, that next week that it it wasn't so much you know the main game or the Minnesota game, but that Louisiana game we were going to need him for, you know, and and that's the one that hurts the most. And you know, he tried to do the appeal, didn't get it, but you know, if if he's in that game, who knows? You know, uh, you know maybe the well, results. Here's the thing about but, Kennedy is that he forces teams to respect the outside part of the field. Right now, I don't see anybody respecting anything that we're doing on the on the on the outside part of the field. You know, if they feel like they can they can have just one man assigned to the pitch man, because they feel like that guy can get the tackle in open space, well then that frees the defense up to do to put more one more guy in the box. Well, you're not. I don't think most defenses that we play really would feel comfortable having one on one on Wesley Kennedy. You, right. you wouldn't. So, when that's the case. You know, when he's out of the ball game, it kind of helps the opposing defense game plan for what we come with because right now we haven't shown that we really have a playmaker that can really be that pitch man that kind of changes it for us, like like yeah. Kennedy can. So, I mean, and it helps them. You know, it kind of gets back to whether they can stack the box and they can shut us the dive down, which you know, I think we'll go back and look at the stats. I think both Kennedy and Wright, I think, averaged over five yards a carry in this game. Um so obviously they're doing something right. Uh but you know, we just didn't score we just didn't score touchdowns. Said, it, we just didn't uh, score touchdowns and that's the and that's the that's the you, big thing. You, you said Kennedy, you said Kennedy, you mean King. Yeah, King, yeah, but, King and uh, right. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. And and yeah, and, and and you saw good things out of JD King there obviously on the, on the touchdown run and 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 saw like kind of his his bad case of the wands, uh, you know, if you will. I oh mean, yeah, you uh, can't uh, question you know, JD but, King's yeah. Um, determination and in his in his will to want to just run people over when he's in the game. I mean, he, he yeah, exactly. I mean, um, nor Shire, nor really anybody else. But I, I think we understand the frustrations. But when people are sitting there saying that, well, we need to change, you know, coordinators, or we need to, or we made the wrong head coach, that's just ridiculous, and that's just it's, it's ridiculous. It's just such a knee jerk reaction, and yeah, a part of it might be short-term memory, you know, I mean, yeah, we, the, the summer's years weren't that long ago. Right. And, and then, you know, but I mean, do people we, really remember how bad our offensive line was in 17 and like, and how, and no, how well, uh, yeah. and how well coach Hudson had them prepared for 18? Like, like, yeah. like, like, like I think people have forgotten that and I get it as short-term memory, but he did a, a almost a miraculous job between 17 and 18 because really we weren't even yeah. supposed to win six games with that cupcake of a schedule that we had last year. And right. we end up winning 10. Now we have a much difficult schedule and yeah, this one sucks, but that Louisiana team that we just played last night is a very good team. In fact, it's a, in yeah. fact, when, when they played Mississippi state, they had 430 yards of total offense. They only had. Yeah, and they've had 400 yards every. They've every had game, over right? 400, and that's that's the lowest output of yards that they've had was against Mississippi State. Guys, they only got 10 more yards of total offense against us. Now I know they scored more points, and that's that's really, you know that's obviously the main thing in football. But there there was only a 10 yard difference with how our defense handled them, and how Mississippi State's defense handled them to open up the season. So this yeah, team I, is really I, good. I, yeah. They're really good, and and again, I mean, we we knew that could be the case. We just didn't know we'll we'll get a better read again in in two weeks when they play App. And I think you'll see. I mean, Cody, I know. Um, I, I think you said it off air. You might have said it on air. Um, that that you think that they could beat App, and I I I think they will. Um, you know, I, App obviously is is scoring a ton of points too. Um, like like most of the teams and most of the top teams in the Sun Belt right now, you know, scoring 45, 50 plus points per which, game, which I think builds um, into the they're, frustration. They're giving up a lot of yeah. I think that builds right. into well, the of frustration. course. We yeah. see other teams you see that and then, doing that, yeah. and, and, and then you see us with our twenty one points. Yeah, we game. can't yeah. we can't score thirty. You know, right. so 
you know, when you see, it's kind of one of those things when you see your neighbors doing better than you can, you know, but you can't get there. It's kind of gets frustrating. And that's what's going on. We see Arkansas State. You know, Arkansas State went into their game with a backup quarterback and put 50 against Troy and won their game. You know, yeah. does anybody have confidence well, you right have now to that understand. we're going to score even 35 points? No. Well, and you also have to, I mean, a, a, a part of that is just, you know, the offense, you know, the offense that we run. I mean, you know, we're with – Yeah, even, but we put up 50 points. I mean, look under Fritz. We have, we but not consistently. Under Fritz, we did. Under Fritz, we did. Now, we haven't done it. I, have, I know. And, and, and yeah. last year, and last year, you know, we had times in which we scored, I think, 40 points, I think, two or three times, if I remember correctly. Um, But, you know, we've mentioned this before. We have to get to that 30-point plateau. Or that 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 thirty point um, margin in order for us to yeah. really to really you know to guarantee almost a victory in our games. Um, so that's you know that we have to we have to score points and and right now scoring three touchdowns and two field goals or two touchdowns and three field goals ain't gonna cut it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. You know, uh, again, I mean, the, the the point that we don't want to be lost is is, is how good this Louisiana team is, um, and you know, it's not an excuse, you know, for being one and three. I mean, you know, uh, LSU being a top ten team is is not an excuse. You know, if 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 you're if you have the mentality of Georgia Southern, again, you're planning to win every game. So we're we're not here to make excuses, but we are here to point out realities, and 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 that is, you know, we're we're so much better along even as a one and three team um than than we probably were you know than we were coming off that that 55 to nothing win over savannah state in in 16 or you know as a, certainly in 17 where we went 0 and six to to start the year you know this this team right now we don't lose to new hampshire right we don't get blown out by umass you know we we don't probably lose to georgia state um, you know, so there, there's plenty of games that we lost in, in those one and a half years under summers that, that this team right now, they don't lose. We're not playing those teams right now. We're playing really good football teams. And, and as you said, we've, we've got a slate here of three games to kind of reset and prepare and, 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 you know, hopefully handle our business of, of, of winnable games of, of, of teams that I, I think we are better than, and we just have to show it. And, you know, we, we beat South Alabama here on Thursday. Um, we come home for two, uh, home games against coastal and New Mexico state. Um, we win both of those. And as you said, all of a sudden the, the script is flipped and we're four and three entering that huge, uh, Halloween night game, you know, in, in Boone. And and who know, and who knows what can happen. So that's that's what we have. To, that's what we need to set our sights on right now. Not all this talk of you know uh, questioning people and finger pointing and all this kind of stuff. I mean, and, and, and saying it's going to be a long season. Blah, blah blah. I mean, it's it's still so early. And no, we're not where any of us wanted to be at this point. Um, but you know, I think a big part of that is is the schedule. And now we just have to to reset. And I mean, you know, the the whole good to great thing is, as Lunsford said, you know, time and time again, it's not necessarily about wins and losses. It's about goals. And the biggest goal this year is to win the conference. That's still obtainable. It's not likely now. I mean, uh, like, uh, I mean, being real realistic, no, like it. Obviously, losing this game, and we talked about this, Cody, last week, that you know, it would set us back. You know, to to kind of like that Arkansas State game last year, we needed that win to kind of set that precedent that we're going to contend for the championship. But again, it's only one loss. We're 0-1 in the Sun Belt. So anything can happen. We can still win the East Division. Um, and, you know, this was a West opponent we played. We handle our games against the West and or the East. And, and yes, that's a tall task because most of, you know, the hardest games are on the road. Um, but, it's it's still obtainable, so you know it. it, it there, there's no reason to, to to count us out of e, of even that. Um, but outside of that, there's still the bowl. There's still you know a a, a good a winning record. Um, you know that that's that's there for the taking. We just have to take it. Yeah, we just we just have to take it. I mean, I think 
we, we nobody's going to give this to us. And that Louisiana team came in last night with a purpose, and they came in to, to prove a point, and they did it. And, you know, you mentioned the Arkansas State game. That team that we played last night is head and shoulders better than that Arkansas State team that we played oh, last year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and guess what, folks? The team that we have this year is better than the team that we had last year. I know that there's a they lot are. of frustrating yeah. things that's going yeah. on that doesn't make it seem that way, but it is. It it. it it literally is. And, you know, I get the frustration with the offensive line. I really do. And, man, do we not, you know, we wish that that Rainey and Colbert and, and Brian Miller could all play this season. Because if they would have, man, would this offense probably be rocking and rolling. But two graduated and, and one unfortunately got injured. That's just football. That's just how things happen. That's just what it is. We've just got to figure out a way to overcome it. We got three games to really get that nailed down and that process to overcome it. And I think we can do it, but we've got to take the first step and we've got to make a statement here against South Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we had addressed it at the beginning of the year that with this schedule, you know, winning, matching the 10 wins, uh, certainly winning more than 10 wins was probably, you know, a, a near impossible task. Right. I mean, I mean, it, you know, um, we would have obviously had to pull some upsets there early in the season, which we didn't. Um, and hope some teams but, regressed, which we thought yeah. some teams would. But I'll be honest, I, like I, did, yeah. I am very surprised with App State right now. I I think their their defense has, but their offense to me seems to have even picked up even more, better, yeah, 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 than than unders. Well, with Drinkwitz, yeah, and I mean, we knew, we knew that, you know, we, well, we didn't, we didn't know, obviously, like we knew he was a really good offensive coach. We knew that he was going to be taking over the play calling for him. He's had success wherever he's been and put up huge offensive numbers. I mean, he was huge at uh, North Carolina State, which, you know, isn't really known for being, you know, uh, an offensive powerhouse. Um, and, you know, so we, we knew that he had the pieces there that if it did mesh, they were going to, you know, put up a ton of numbers. Um, and they are. And then, yeah, with Ted Roof, um, it, they're, they're giving up a lot of yards, too, and giving up a lot of points. But, um, yeah, I, you know, so I, I think App is as good as advertised. I think Troy is as good as advertised. I think this Louisiana team is, is even better than advertised. Um, and, and Arkansas State is, you know, I, I think I think the, the jury's still out on them. They're also putting up a ton of points. Um, they beat Troy. You know, up, that's, yeah, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's... Right. Well, yeah, they beat Troy. They put up over 50 points against them. I You know, so, yeah, the, 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 the top, you know, loaded part of this conference is really good. And it's so much better. It's better than it was last year. It's probably... The, I, I think it's better than it's ever been since we've been in it. Yeah, I think um, this is the best the Sun Belt has probably collectively as a conference been in football and and, i mean you're seeing that with these these uh out of conference games i mean you're seeing it with you know teams like bottom dwellers like uh georgia state going and and being in tennessee and again yes i understand it's tennessee but that's still an sec team you have but it's also still georgia state (laughs) yeah it's still georgia state and then you have coastal carolina which you know so far has been the surprise team they go and beat kansas yes it's kansas but still you know and and so so you're seeing that you see teams like Louisiana go and play Ohio and I know they you know were projected to be you know a, a good MAC team and win the division and maybe win the MAC and it doesn't look like they're on that you know um, trajectory but they destroyed them you know so like it, you're, you're you're seeing that with this out of conference play both in the group of uh, group of five and in the power uh, five that you know the Sun Belt collectively it can compete with anyone and you know we just have to keep doing the things and and keep correcting some of these mistakes to get in that conversation and again i mean we you know we're 15 seconds away from being a big 10 team in in minnesota and you know i a, a segue here you know another thing i saw is is people talking about well the breaks that we had last night as you mentioned cody we didn't turn the ball over um we didn't we only had three penalties but, you know, so we didn't do the whole, uh, you know, the, the Eagles beat Eagles thing that we've kind of seen that theme certainly through the first three games. Um, but, you know, they, they did. They turned the ball over twice. Uh, they put us in position. And I saw some of that talk of, well, if, if it wasn't for those two must punts, that game's a lot worse. You know, it's, it's 51-17 or, or, or something like that. And that's just football. 
You know, I mean that. Like, come on. Like, if if you want to say that, then you know we beat Minnesota. You know, if if Tomlin didn't fumble the ball, and you know, you know those uh, going back to NC State and and Georgia Tech, we we beat both of them if we don't fumble the ball. You know, I mean that that's just football. It it happens. So you can't you can't talk about you know things like that and and not and not flip it you know to the other you know 180 on the other side so yeah you can't take away a play that a kid made just to make your just to just to kind of prove a point make your argument yeah that's yeah. just just not how it, that's, not, that's not how choose. it works you know right. they they screwed up they muffed the punt we were there we hustled to the ball and we got on top of it it wasn't like louisiana it was just like all right here guys you can have this ball right. here we're going to take a yep. mulligan right here. You're, no, that's, you're that's overmatched not, here. Let's let us hand it to you. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not how that works. So, yeah, I, I don't that that's that's to me a, a lazy argument to make and, and not a very good one. Um, you know, we we did what we needed to do. And, you know, I know that it's punt. And I know that it's punting and it's you know, there's not really a whole lot of exciting things to say about it. But who's not to say that the way that Beck kicks the football Put some sort of weird spin on it that makes it that's really what I was extremely too. Yeah, hard when, to catch. Yep. I mean, so when I saw it the first one. That's what I was thinking. They who's putting a spin. So it's not like you know. It's just it's not like they just be like, oh, here you go, guys, take it from here. You know, we'll we'll give you a short field. You know, that's just not how that's just not how it works. I, this is a yeah, lazy very, argument. Very few, very few. It's a it's an extremely lazy argument. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great way to put it. So. Uh, very few plays in football, right, are, are one-dimensional. You know, very few plays are, are just on the offense or on the defense. I mean, it's a collective, <laughs> you know, there's two teams on the field, so it's there, there's a lot of factors that go in. Um, I mean, even even a you know a quarterback that, that throws to a defensive back, you know, right to him, it hits him in the numbers, that guy still has to catch the ball. Yeah. You know? um, so, like, th- th- there's there's very few, uh, uh, you know, scenarios that I can think of of where, well, you know, something on top is just of truly that, gifted. Yeah, on top of that, too, you're then taking away what the offense did when they got the ball back. Right, right? and that's the thing. You and know, talking about we still had to go out there and, and score yeah. the touchdown. And I know that the field goal was frustrating, but we still put points on the board after the turnover, right. so that isn't right. technically a win, you know. Right. So it's it's – it's not just that they turn the ball over that automatically we get 10 points for those two turnovers. It's how we capitalize on we it. Capitalize it's what we capitalize on it. You know, it's what we then do. We and yeah, could the, have the just as goal, easily the came out there flat and went three and out and missed the field goal oh. or whatever yeah. it was that we would have done and got zero points off of that. Okay? Right. Yeah. There it is. But it's a lazy argument to have because, you know, one, you said it's football. These things happen. We capitalized on it. That's what we do. On top of that, the offense still had to go out there and do and put and do their job, and they did. Yeah, you know, and they did, and they did, and and again, you want to see the field goal be a touchdown, um, and that's something that is on us. That's something that we have to correct. Talking about that execution and that finishing when we get put in that position, when we do get a break, that you know how we capitalize on it. You know, turn that three into seven, um, and you know, hopefully we see, you know, that progression for the rest of the year, but. Um, yeah, but it's it's an extremely lazy argument. Um, but w- what else of this game? I guess do you? I mean, let's talk about the defense. You know, we 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 spent a good amount of time talking about the offense and and how you know, I understand that the the two hundred and fifty yards, um, you know, is not and the two hundred fifteen uh, rushing yards is not where we want to be. We can talk about that a little bit more if you want. But I you know I I think we should talk about the defense a little bit of of you know that. Obviously, I I think, and I'm sure you agree, that was certainly the letdown of the game. We talked about how good Louisiana is, how good that running game is. Um, we saw it, but I mean, obviously, it was it was frustrating to see, you know, them just, uh, you know, from from that first drive on, you know, just kind of march down the field at, uh, you know, um, at will, honestly. Yeah, and I think so, and and we were both very upfront with this at the on our on our preseason episodes that we both thought that this defense had the chance and I actually thought that this defense was the best defense in the Sun Belt coming into this season um so I wanted to kind of see that on display in this game and this was going to be a great match for them to kind of show up and say okay we know how great their offensive line is and how great that their running backs are and their quarterback has is very elusive and, and, and has great mobility but this is the game in which our defense can make the statement to the rest of the conference that we can shut this down, and it was quite the opposite. Louisiana was the one making the statement. Um, you know, I don't 
the defense is kind of an enigma to me. I, I really thought that with the their strength would would match up or that we would match up well with their strength. I thought we could stop the run, and we just didn't. Um, which is frustrating. Now you got to give them credit for their offensive line. They opened up their holes, and their running backs run hard, man. I mean, they were hitting. They run really they, hard, they and that and that offensive line too. I think you had said uh, Phil Still. They 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 were rated what top ten in the country. Yeah, I think he had them like eighth eighth best offensive yeah. line in, in in the country coming into this season. So they were a top offensive line, not just in G five, but in all of college football. Um, I think the disappointing thing um, is maybe the missed tackles or the yards after contact. You know, it seemed like we could hit them, and then they would either bounce off or fight through it yeah. and, and get another yep. three to four or five yards. And that, I think, is a thing that's the most frustrating. We've, once when we hit somebody, we've got to wrap them up and bring them down. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's just how it's got to be, you know. And if you keep on allowing teams to get an extra four or five yards – Every play, you're going to see uh, what happened yesterday happen throughout the season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that fundamental stuff is what we have to correct. Um, you know, with, you know, yeah, we, we thought the defensive line was going to play better. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, I think this, I think it's safe to say this is probably going to be the best running team we're going to f- see the rest of the year. Um, you know, yeah, every, maybe, but but I think App State's running game is still legit. I mean, I mean, like it's good, but it's it's more balanced. I mean, you're obviously going to see the you know they're, yeah they're going to yeah you're right. It's more, more balanced. Yeah, yeah. It. So I, I I think I think this is you know we we kind of faced almost a mirror of ourselves you know a couple of years ago. Obviously, they they do some things a little different. They run the RPO and and do some you know not. We're, we don't really run the triple option, uh, but you know it. Uh, they're not they're not like a triple option team, but I mean it. It they it certainly was kind of like facing you know ourselves in a sense of of, of just their their high powered uh, running game, um, and, and certainly what we want to get back to. But you know when we're facing the Arkansas States, Troys, and Nap States of the world, you know teams that are more balanced, teams that have good running backs, um, but you know they don't have that three-headed monster. Uh, you know their their quarterbacks are more you know uh, passing guys. Um, so I think you know it's going to be interesting to see you know how our defense plays moving forward, not just against you know these three easier games coming up, but obviously when we uh, go back and and have those uh, tough road games. Yeah, I think what kind of kind of gets lost in the in the Georgia Southern lore of things is that we all know that this is an option school. This is this is, you know, running back um, university running game dominated football team. It has ever since Irk's been here. Um, I think what gets lost is just how dominant our defenses have been since the 80s. And that's something that I want to see over the next eight games. I want to see our defense take some pride. I want to see them rise up to the level of, of some of those iconic Georgia Southern defenses like 1990, 89, stuff like that, and and really really just say, all right, the first four seasons is over with. We've placed you know, four teams, 30 others are really, really good. Uh, let's shut everybody else down. we still got some opportunities that we're going to go up against good offenses. Let's prove a point and, and and let's let's switch gears here um if we can do that then that the makes making getting to a bowl and, and and maybe accomplishing the 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 task of, of getting a, a conference championship a little bit easier um but yeah we just have we i mean just the have defense to has to has down. to yeah the defense has got to start to step up it yeah. just has to I mean, obviously, third down is big. I mean, we had we had what I think is the turning point in the game. You know, to uh, we we make it a three point game. Um, you know, get that touchdown there. Uh, they get the ball. They come down. We get uh, two big stops. You know, on their on their first two plays uh, to take it uh, to the end of the third quarter. Um, you know, they flip the field. Uh, it's a third and nine, I believe, and we gave up. Uh, I, I wanted uh, it was it was a big chunk of yards. I mean, it wasn't even close, and and, and they got the first down um, on a running play, I believe. And so, you know that that we we saw that against Minnesota. Um, you know, we we uh, um, certainly saw it against LSU. Uh, you know, with that has to get better of, of just being able to, I mean, you can categorize it, I guess, as that finished thing too, but it's, it's not just at the end of the game. It's, it's when no, we, it's throughout. when we, yeah, when we're facing these high powered offenses that we're going to see from here on in, in the Sun Belt, 
we have to, when we get two big stops on first and second down or get them in like a, a third and four, third and five, third and, uh, you know, uh, six situation, we have to make that play and we're consistently not doing it. Yeah, we got to get them all the field. And I think, you know, you mentioned that third and nine play, but also the fourth and goal play in which I think they scored their first touchdown in the second half. Yeah. You know, we, we literally, you know, blew up the first option. We, we, we sniffed it out great, but we just allowed Lewis just, to create, yeah, 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 to have an extra second to where a, a, a receiver could get open, and and we lost containment on him, and you know it, he was able to find a hole right there in the field to to get that touchdown. And it's those moments, man. It's like you take those two plays and, and they go our way, and we stop them on that fourth and goal, and we stop them on that third and nine. You know how different is that ball game now? You know. Now, now we go back to I think a you know just a uh, well we were just making fun of the people saying well if you muff, don't muff the two punts it's fifty one seventeen right, right. you know yeah, well if we, we make those two plays you know do we win the ball game yeah. you know so in those situations in those big key turning point momentum type plays that you know that if whoever wins this battle the momentum is going to go their way we've got to start winning those battles we've really got to start winning those those plays and 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 being able to stop teams and and getting the ball back in our offensive hands because offense you know i know a lot of people got all all mad uh mad and upset but the offense didn't play terrible last night no they didn't i mean they you you had and and we can we can talk about that. So you know you you saw with Wirtz. I know there was a lot. I mean there was some chatter out there of you know well it, it looked better under Tomlin and all that. Our our offense, our 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 base offense, you know running the option is so much better under Wirtz than Tomlin. That's not to take anything away from Tomlin. We talked about that in the last episode. Wirtz is just a better option quarterback he, he he reads the field better he makes better decisions you know simple little things like that one little extra step extra move extra cut uh you know fake pitch um you know uh getting the pitch off you know a, a second early or a second later um those things make a huge difference in you know a, a three yard gain or a 30 yard gain or you know a turnover and scoop and score that kind of thing you know so he 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 does that better and you know i think you saw we talked about being more fluid i think you saw some of that last night even with some weaker offensive line play at times um you know we didn't have the explosive plays that we're used to with this offense now we've talked about that and and even last year we didn't have a ton of that um you know we we want to go back to you know those fritz years with with brita and all that of of home run where yeah where we were scoring 45 points uh 50 points because with a run-based team you have to have those big plays to to put up those kind of numbers right i mean like (laughs) you're still running a lot of clock you're still going to have your your two three yard plays and and your uh runs for losses and things like that that's going to eat up clock so you have to have those those huge uh big chunk plays home run plays to score a lot of points otherwise you're not going to score much more than like 24 25 points per game um you know and you're not going to win a lot of games when you're only scoring 24 to 25 points in well not with the way the defense is in in today's college football if you're averaging 25 points a game you're just not winning many football games yeah, it's. I mean, something has to give there, but it's it's interesting because we we're unlike any other team in the in the sub right? I mean, you have all these high power offenses, and we're just not. And I, I'm not saying that that doesn't need to be corrected, but you know, I I, I don't I I don't think we necessarily have to be a 50 point per game team, you know, offensively. I'm not saying put it all on the defense and, and, and win games 10 to three, but I, I, I think if we control time of possession, which we actually did against Louisiana, um, we did a better job of it in, 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 in the first half. Of course, they just scored so quickly. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, keeping the ball out of the hands of these high-powered offenses, getting seven points instead of field goals, um, you know, I, I, I think we can win a lot of games scoring – 25 to 30 31 points right no um, no we've got i think we can 30. no no i disagree with you on that one okay um yeah. 
I, I, I think we can. Uh, but, but with, you know, yes, scoring 30, I think, is your that's your benchmark. I mean, 30 or more, I don't think we need to be much more than that as long as the defense plays well. Um, you know, they obviously can't play like they did against Louisiana. Um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how, you know, how good this Louisiana team really is moving forward when they play in the apps and, uh, you know, Arkansas State's uh, and Troy's of the world to see how many points they put up on them, right? And, and you know, uh, is it really that our our defense was that overwhelmed or are they really just that good? And if, if that's the case, okay, well, if we can just slow down teams just enough and then grind it out offensively, um, you know, we can kind of just slow the game down and win games like that. It might not be pretty, uh, but, but you know, it's we, we've certainly seen it before. Yeah, but I want to I want to score fifty points a game and win by thirty. I know you do, Cuddy, but I just I, I don't I don't think with with this offense I just don't think that's possible. I, I I and 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 you know you can then you can open up the conversation of of the offensive self. I think and it the play is. I just think it gets like in that. the offensive line play and not in having injuries plus shifting people around plus them having to kind of gel and and it's a lot of moving parts there and you know offensive line and. I here's the thing about the offensive line. I think it's an easy thing to point at because we don't necessarily know the play. All we know is that the ball right. got stopped two yards past the line of scrimmage, and that's frustrating. Could it be offensive line play? Sure, it could have been. Somebody could have missed a block. We saw. I mean, I think there was a. I can't remember the play, but it was clearly that one of the 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 H backs tight ends missed the block and and allowed a, a two yard gain. But also, too, could it just be that did the running back misread the hole? Did the running back not go into the gap that they were supposed to and right. then in turn it turns to a two-yard play and everybody's being like, well, what the heck's happened to the offensive line? You know, so as much as we want to, as a fan base, point and blame the offensive line and, and the offensive line coach and say, why can't they do better? Let's just kind of take a breath and, and kind of understand that, yes, maybe part of it, is the offensive line play, but I don't think it's the entire offensive line as a whole that that's screwing up here. Um, But with that being said, there is a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of people playing positions that they didn't think they were going to be playing at the beginning of the year that have to play now. And we're going to have to deal with it and we're just going to have to get better. Yeah. No, yeah, we will. And um, and and yeah, that's uh, so. Uh, I mean, we could go back and forth on that. I I I don't see us getting to that threshold of, of scoring 40, uh, 50 points per game. So if if that if that's the threshold we need to to win a lot of games, maybe we were we're not going to win a lot of games. But I think I, I don't I think, think that, I don't think scoring. I think if we do 40, 50, 30, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. But I think we have to get to thirty. We 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 averaged thirty and a half points last year, and we got ten yeah. wins. All right? right. You look at some of those. And it's we scored what thirty four against that we scored forty something against South Alabama, you know we scored you know there were times in which we did score points um, we scored what forty eight against New Mexico State we've got we, the ability has to be there I know that we're not going to do that every game we didn't do that obviously under every game against Fritz but we have to get to that point to where we're capable of doing that when the defense the opposing defense has not come to play. So, um, I guess I guess let's move on to South Alabama. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Else? <laughs> I don't think so. We 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 cut we covered a lot. So let's 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 talk about the South Alabama game. Obviously, a short week. It's it's a game that we've we've talked about on the on the podcast. Uh, you know, pretty much all season of of how you know it could potentially be a trap game for us. Now, you know that obviously has changed a little bit. Um, because you know we're we're a one and three team, they're a one and four team. It's not a trap game. It's it's a it's a must win game. It's a game we have to win. Um, you know, and I you know I guess the question is you know how how does this really change uh, you know the, the the mindset of 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 this game? You know, I mean, obviously you want to come in here with a huge win against Louisiana, maybe that win against Minnesota, and then you know we're we're three and one instead of one and three. Um, but that's not the case. So, you know, what, what we actually talked about a little bit last week, Cody, of, of how, 
and, and we disagreed where I thought that we would be um, that if, if this happened and we had a letdown against Louisiana, that maybe we come into this game more hungry um, in a must win and, uh, and, and we prove it and, and we show that we are one of the better teams in, in the Sun Belt and then we kind of right the ship a little bit. Um, you thought the opposite um, where, you know, you thought we might – you know, be be a little tight, uh, be, you know, over pursue a little bit, you know, if you will, um, where we would have been in a better position to win this game if, if we beat Louisiana. So do you feel still feel that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're this all the pressure on this game is on us. Nobody expected South Alabama to do anything. In fact everybody's from the beginning of the season has always had this as a as a loss for South Alabama. Um and most people had us at two and two at this point and ready to kind of uh, roll through these next four games, yeah, four, three or four games up until the app game and, and have a big showdown up in Boone. Um, that's not the case. We were one in three. Um, if we go to one in four after this game, holy cow, our, our, yeah, our then, people then are going to be a, Yeah, right. But, and that's, uh, but yeah. that's that's why this this coming off the loss to, to Lafayette is, is a lot worse in my mind because, you know, if we'd have beaten Lafayette, we're two and two. We're one and zero in conference. Even if we have a close game here, we're we're two and zero going into Coastal. We have a full nine, ten days to prep for them, and then you know we can kind of get rolling. And they're here at our house, and you know if we beat them, now we're now we're three and zero, and and now we're cooking with gas, rolling into New Mexico State and and App. So, <clears throat> but now that's not the case. Now we're zero one. We can't go zero and two if we if we feel like we can can win this conference. We just can't, and we can't really have a close game because if we have a close game. Everybody's gonna be jumping down the the coaching staff's throats. Um, I mean, we can't have a Texas State type game in which it comes down to a, a failed two point conversion with two minutes left to win this game. We it just no. we, we yeah. it just no, can't. We, it, it it needs to be a statement game. It, it does, and I mean. More so than ever. I mean, but they, that's you know, that's I, a difficult thing on a, on a yeah. short week on the road for, against a conference opponent who, yeah. you know, they have a really good running back in Trey Minter. They really do. I mean, he I know it's ULM, but he had let me pull it up right here 150 yards on 19 carries against ULM. Now I know it's yeah. ULM, but that's still impressive when he's really their only option. Right. You know, he's he's their offense. But I think I think, and it's going to be interesting to see, right? Of of just kind of what we talked about of of the defense of where you have the one guy, you don't have the stable of running backs that Louisiana has. Um, you also don't have maybe like the quarterback that's as as athletic. Um, you know, with uh, it's going to be interesting to see when they have that one playmaker. Can we hone in on him and shut him down? You know, can we force them to maybe throw the ball a little bit more? And then you know, we we get to see you know our our, our secondary you know show out and then and, and get uh, Vildor and Brinson involved and get some big hits, get some forced fumbles, get some interceptions. Yeah, this has got to be a statement game. Like I know you just said, we don't need to score forty or fifty points or whatever. But I think well, this this, game, this we one ha- we do. We I'm, I'm to... saying I'm saying consistently. I'm, I'm saying I don't think we necessarily need to be in the in the 45 50 plus category that you're seeing these other teams be in I'm, but that's but, what yeah. all the other teams are I mean if they're scoring 50 50 40 50 points a game we better get up there or well, else we slow start. them down yeah we slow them down it's, it's my point is the 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 nature of our offense and and that we don't score fast that's that that was my point yeah that, but they can't but we may we may slow them down but they also can't be scoring touchdowns every possession either Oh no! Uh, that's what not. I mean. That's what Louisiana. I think. No, I mean, one, I mean, I mean, I mean, slow. Yeah, positions. I mean, slow down. I mean, slow down the game with our offense, and then yes, we obviously have to get stops. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, with with the offense, I guess you know, what do you what do you kind of hope to see out of this game? I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot of talk of the not not. You know, having a lot of originality with offense of, of with the dies, and we kind of you know alluded to that. Of there's a lot of stuff going on there with the blocking and and the running backs in the holes the right way that we might not be aware of. Um, but what we get West Kennedy back for one, um, so that's that's going to be huge. And, and and seeing what kind of effect he has on this offense, I think it's going to be exciting. I think seeing Shy Words. Uh, you know, for the second game in a row. I mean, uh, again, he he basically missed three games, people. 
right? So, I mean, and, and he played pretty well against Louisiana. Um, you know, I, I know we didn't throw the ball. A lot of people wanted us to throw the ball a lot more than we did outside of that, that final drive in desperation. Um, so it will be interesting to see if we if we see the offense, you know, start clicking a little bit more, um, moving the ball against, you know, a, a, a weaker uh, D-line probably in, in uh, South Alabama, and can we really establish our dominance? Yeah, we're going to have to now. I know that Cooper has already been ruled out for this game. Um, yep. So I would probably – I don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. We're not in the know. But I, we can probably safely assume that Dowdell will probably be the starting center for this game just based that he finished out the game or, or played the game at center against Lafayette. Right. Um, so, yeah, I want to see, you know, I'm sure he'll get all the reps and he'll work on the snapping and stuff like that. Let's get a clean game, no turnovers again, keep the penalties low like we did now. Just Let's just finish drives. Let's And, and you know, I mentioned that kill mentality. Part of that kill mentality is also coming out of the gate early and, and scoring points and, and putting your opponent in a hole that, that – they have to then change their game plan to try to get out of. It's kind of what we need to do here. We need to jump out early, put them down 14 nothing real quick. We need seven instead of three. Yep. We need, you know, put them down early. You know, pretty much, you know, the uh, the last time that, that Coach Lunsford needed a really bad win was in 17 when we're 0-9. Um, we need one of those games. We need to put our foot on their throat, choke them out. It's what we got to do. Yeah. It's what we got to do. It's what we have to do. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a, 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 a game where we can do that. I mean, ESPN right now has us as an 80% favorite to win. Um, you know, and like you said, we've basically been favored in this game, you know, all, all along. Um, you know, they... They haven't played uh, well, obviously, in, in their last, uh, you know, three games. Their only win coming against uh, uh, Jackson State, FCS. Um, you know, they did have that, you know, fairly close. I know they had, what, four or five turnovers against Nebraska. Yeah, they had five. Um, yeah, so, you know, and that was a 35-21 game. That's, uh, I think, easily their probably most impressive game to this year, even though it was a loss. Um, you know, so how do they respond? You know, obviously they, they, they played too. Uh, like we mentioned last week, they played on the road at ULM lost uh, 30 to 17. How do they respond on the, on the short week too? Um, we just have to go in there and take care of business. And, um, you know, hopefully they don't, you know, hopefully we can execute enough where we, uh, we have those sustained drives, but we're, we're getting touchdowns. We just, we just have, we, we have to score touchdowns. I agree with you. We definitely need at least more than 30 points against, uh, in, in this game. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, this is this is a game in which we can say, okay, you know, this is going to be a long season, or we can look at this game and say, okay, I, I feel like we have a legit shot at seven, seven wins, maybe eight, um, eight wins, and which is know, a good year with this, schedule. yeah, which which is a good year with this schedule. Um, we're one in three now, so you know, if we run the table. You know, I know that a lot of people listening and, and right now think that's a long shot, but if we do, we're nine and three. You know, this game is going to determine if that's even a legit possibility, or if we're going to, you know, after Thursday night, look around and say, "Yep, next year, let's just get through it with everybody healthy and 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 stop start prepping for 2020 and and get everybody, you know, get them reps and and get, you know, experience and and start looking forward to next year." Yeah. So with that, I guess let's get into predictions. Um, you know, we had talked about people throwing out. Oh God, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't it. know. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah I, I might be more confident than you. I, I definitely took the more optimistic uh, <laughs> uh, since the you know th- through this whole thing. But um, you know, I again, I think Louisiana is really good. I, I don't think that was a panic button game. Yes, if we lose this game, it's a hundred percent panic mode. I, I agree. You know, and and you know. Maybe. Well, a lot of people were accusing us of panicking after the LSU game, but I think we kind of saw the writing on the wall there that right. that if things didn't get corrected, that who we play and how good and how difficult the schedule, you know, is, um, that you know we may not get to a bowl game or we may not get to the you know the the record that that we expect out of a Georgia Southern football team. Um, right. But we are no means trying to knock down what Lunsford and DeBest and Sloan are doing. 
Um, it's this is just the nature of, of what we're up against, and it's hard. It's difficult. I still think the team's better than it was last year. I know the results don't show it. And I know that's what really kind of just is what everybody bases it on. I mean, it's, you know? it's hard. It's hard to see yeah. that. I mean, it, it's hard uh, to for, see that for, when, for when, the untrained eye, for the per- people that don't like understand football as much, like yeah, they're, they're going to look. Well, you've only won one game, so no, it's not. But but yes, uh, you know, I, I I do agree with you. Like I I think we're more talented. I think we are. You know, I think we're um, not truly living up to like our potential yet. You know, I I, I think no, I think you're no. you know you've seen some flashes from uh, the defense playing really well. We talked but, about things that need to be corrected we're, there. We've seen it with offense. We need to put it together on all three yeah, phases. We do. When we just need some stops. I mean, we yeah. we just need some stops. I think Lunsford. I think he understands the issue. Right, he understands that when he says that we need to finish, that this is what this means. Offensively, we got to finish drives and put it in the end zone. Defensively, we've got to get stops, in big time in big time moments. Not just at the end of the game, but you know when it's the their first possession and it's fourth and goal, we got to stop them there. We just do. You know when it's the first play of the of the fourth quarter and you know we stop them there, we force them to punt or whatever. We just got to. Well, I mean, I think they understand what what the the issues are and and what they need to try to fix. It's just really hard to do that during the season. Yeah. I, I you know going into next year, I don't think that we're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff that we're talking about now. But we are. This is where we're at. Let's see. I know it's tough. It's a short week. They're you know probably feeling the pressure. You know. Let's see what they can do on a short turnaround. This may actually be the best thing for them to go ahead and focus and get Lafayette out their mind. Yeah, I think, so. I, I think so. South Alabama. I think so. The pressure I, is just, still going to be on us. That, the, that pressure, no the pressure is 100% on us. We certainly have way more to lose than, than they do. I mean, no one expects South Alabama Alabama to win this game, even with us at, at, at one and three. But how do we respond to that? You know, how, how do we respond to that adversity and that's something that we talked about last year that we saw you know that we didn't see under summers that we saw so well um you know last year how do we respond to that so I I I think I think we do in this game and and you know I I think it's um I don't think it's a panic button mode (laughs) at least not just yet um you know we uh I think we we get a win here I think we do get over the 30 point mark I don't think we put up a ton of points, but I I'll, I'll say we get uh, just over at, at thirty one. But I think our our defense um, pretty much shuts them down. I'm going to say thirty one ten. Okay, um, I think if we lose any one of these three games coming up, it's going to be a panic button yeah, moment. I agree. Um, so I I've been saying this all season, or yeah, all season long that road games short week conference game on top of that extremely difficult to win I still think that's the case we've got to show up and show out for this game I'm hoping that we blow them out I really yeah, am this, because this is because a, yeah I mean are you, are, you doing a rea- we, are you doing a realistic prediction or are you yeah doing what you I want? think I'm going to do a realistic prediction last week my prediction was more what I was hoping our defense could show I really would I really expected a lot more of our defense out in this Lafayette game um yeah. but I think I'm gonna mm, the running game is pretty good out of South Alabama, Trey Minter, he's we've got to stop him. We stopped him last year. We played we played him pretty well. Um, they got a new quarterback. I think I think I'm gonna go with you. I think I'm gonna go somewhere around like 31, 17, okay, thirty one, thirty one, twenty. Okay, um, so you think you're gonna score yeah. a little bit more? Yeah, I was yeah, thinking I seventeen, think, but yeah, I think maybe they score. You know. I mean, they may team, get a late they, touchdown. They scored, they scored 17 against ULM. They scored three against uh, UAB, six against Memphis, 37 in their only win against Jackson State, and uh, 21 against Nebraska. So they're not they're not scoring a lot of. Points. I know, which is which is weird because you would think 16.8. Nebraska. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'll say I say they score 17. We've got to at least score 30. We've got to at least put some sort of a dominance on that offensive side of the ball for us. Um. I'm say thirty one seventeen. Okay. All right. So 
we'll uh we'll get back at this um you know i guess uh next next week um and uh you know hopefully at at, at two and three um and and we can reset and, and and get ready for that uh for that coastal game which uh you know should be interesting certainly don't want to look ahead you gotta take care of business uh, yeah, but man, that coastal um, game. The more that that's, their season goes along, the more that I'm I'm getting worried about this game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So these next two um, games worry me. It, we could easily be. I know people don't want to hear it, but we could very easily be one in five. We could, we could, and then that yes, that would be a time where you have you know some of these conversations that we're already seeing. I just think that after, I, I just don't think that's the case. I think I think we just I think we just played arguably the best team in the Sunbelt Conference. Again, we'll we'll find out for, you know, uh, we, we won't know for sure, you know, until app and even after that. I mean, one game's not going to define it, but I think they're top one or two in, in, in the league. Yeah, and, I, and to be honest, I don't think, honestly, I don't think we're going to lose this game. I'm more concerned about Coastal because of Chadwell and just kind of, he always has those, yeah, just, yeah, he he'll always. Have that, he'll, have, he'll have his team up for that game. Yeah, he always wants to, to, to he, I know he wants to beat everybody, but he definitely wants to beat us a little bit more. He has a chip on his shoulder. He'll, yeah, he, he does. He wants to take. He'll he'll take that extra shot. He'll do that one trick play. He'll do something, anything to to, you know, to show yeah. to show uh, to an, flex his muscle and yeah. Well, to show our AD that he made the wrong mistake a few years right. ago. Yep. Yep. So all right, well let's pick it up, Cody. Uh, then, um, but uh, but yeah, let's let's have confidence, people. Let's have faith in this team, this coaching staff. They did um, win players. ten games last season. They won ten games last year. Uh, this is, you know, yeah, we have some some newer guys that are learning. It's the same coaching staff. They had the biggest turnaround in FBS football. Let's give them a chance. Let's let's see where this goes, and let's get a huge win against South Alabama. Hail Southern, Matt. Hail Southern. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. <laughs>